You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Rich Wars. I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do that? <laughs> you can say the word only in the confines of this podcast. <laughs> it's what we do, baby. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. I have the power. Let's go. There we go. Yes, oh, we're ready. Here, Kayla, what's up, your article? Here we go. Race Wars podcast back again. Yeah. Gerard and Kurt. And Black Kaylin's and here. white. Good and wrong. Right. Wrong and wrong. What? <laughs> Caitlin's here. Caitlin's in the house. No know? Bill Schultz. Well, no Karen. Bill's doing some stuff for some magazine. Some yeah, he's fancy editing. now. And, you guys uh, still fancy. talk about rape because I'm here. Special, uh, Guy Branham? Is that how you say it? Like Branham. That? Guy Branham. Guy Branham. Guy was a writer for Kamau Bell and uh, on okay, Chelsea lately yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we did an audition for uh, this new Brennan hosted thing. Okay. It was like an RGA show. Then one of you guys get it? I feel like I just got I'm gonna it. I want to take a. I'm gonna say no on that. I'm gonna say absolutely no for Kurt. And I, maybe Guy might have got something. Well, you know, Guy might have got. That's why I got him for the show because Guy had good arguments. And, okay. And we disagree. Well, we were disagreeing on something, and then we were like. Raise our voice, but then we were like in the middle of agreeing, but still yelling, and then it almost became sex. Okay, so I was like, "Get it." <laughs> so what stopped it? What stopped the sex? Uh, Neil, Neil skeleton Neil, body like, being oh, in the way. Dumb <laughs> of outbreak monkey body that, that Neil's Neil walking Brennan's around with. Cyborg body <laughs> got in the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guy, right. how, how long are you working on Kamau Bell show for? Uh, I worked on the I worked on the show for a year. Okay, how was that? How was that experience? It too was, many black people? Was there too many black people around you? Look, like work is different when, like writing for a comedy show is different when there are black people around all the time. You do have to be like, like not that you're saying something terrible, but you're saying something, eh, like, you know, something. So you have to watch, well, you have to watch yourself more certain, than? Uh, well, he, Shad already likes this I'm idea. saying so when you write, <laughs> so you have to watch yourself more than with. Well, there's, a, there's an interesting thing about your writing for like, uh, like a different kind of comedian but I've also like I wrote for Chelsea Lately for three years Right. I'm used to uh, usually I'm writing for white ladies okay. um, so that's a thing um, and I think I felt more comfortable having access to like female identity than I did to mm-hmm. black identity I would be self-conscious Right. but it was more just like a little incidental thing that you didn't think about as a joke that might be weird to somebody who was black mm-hmm. and then like having that person there but at the same time having Dwayne Kennedy say ridiculous things about gays in front of me and having to just be like all right and the thing is, is it was like living in Montreal yeah it's more work but it also leads to like a richer environment it's oh, okay. worth it right, right uh, well okay. let me ask you this dude <laughs> right. because you say because I'm used to hanging around black people and I can actually say more shit than around fucking white people to be honest with he's you he's usually all right so so <laughs> what I'm saying because especially like Dwayne Dwayne we say Dwayne who Dwayne who Dwayne Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, Dwayne Kennedy. Yeah, I like that guy. Uh, like, don't you think it's maybe a certain Do you share type? his views? Because Kamal Bell, I mean, I can't imagine there's a lot of black people in that crowd. And if they were there, they had that Erica Badu hair. And so what's wrong with the thing. Erica Badu and a dirty backpack? I don't what like, kind of black, uh, black people can do that? I like... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, well, whatever. I like everybody, but Dirty I don't like. Uh, I don't like the fucking college university style, you know, critical race theory, black bullshit. I like a more I of a, you more of a, yeah. a, a course. Uh, the stuff that really scares white people, black. Just like you don't like white people, the same version of the white people. There you that. go. I give you. I it get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. But ahead. what was so interesting about that is like that's the kind like the kind of black comedy I am used to, is like Oakland. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Mac ye- Dre, you like Mac Dre yelling and bigness <laughs> and that sort of thing. Right, right, right. You know, your Lunell school of comedy. 
And this oh, was Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and this was very I mean the thing is is that like all of the all of the black writers for the show were rooted in that world and like Chris Rock was our executive producer. Right. But at the same time you have like Hari Kondabolu there being very mm-hmm. Let us write a dissertation. I know. And then try to put. I got to get Hari on. I've been because he was busy and I was dying to get yes. him on. Uh, because like, ha- oh, hold, hold on. He's promoting that goddamn uh, explain, that album. Uh, explain who he is. Hari is the Indian guy on uh, Kamal Bell's show. Okay, yeah. Hari had because Hari has this joke that bugs the. But I, Hari's a good guy, dude. But I want to get him on to argue about. Okay, it. yeah. He, he he has this fucking <laughs> joke about. Remember that pussycat doll? It's like, don't you wish your girlfriend yeah. was. And then he reads this fucking... He must have been sitting down to pee while he wrote this joke. <laughs> He's like, what about the girl that held you when you cried when your father died? And I like, it was like this, song. It's Dude, it was like this <laughs> fucking... Conch, uh, yeah. Like, do we, will, yeah. will you just be a fucking man? Man, for like, the love of God. For the love of God. I mean, <laughs> honest. That way, but, uh, you know, Hari's genuinely like that, so... Right. I, I, what he's genuinely not a man. He's like no, no, no. I, I'm just using the 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 uh, the what do you call it the um, construct term of man. Okay, Harry's a genuine guy. It's not right. like he's not like a guy faking it for some fucking. Was chick. he singing it for and the he girls? He says how he feels. Was he singing it? You don't it's feel for like the girl. He yeah, he was singing it for the girls. That's Convers- what we used to call it in high in college. Conversations about authentic masculinity aside, I think what I mean, you guys are, are more experienced comedy writers than I am, but I think it's got to be really weird, like as you know, as a white woman to be writing for somebody. Other than myself, like, you know, as a, as a white man or whatever to be writing, you said that you're more comfortable with, like, feminine identity than the black experience and, like, writing jokes from a perspective different than your own. Because I think you can say and do anything as a comedian if it's coming, like, from you. But I couldn't imagine being in a writer's room trying to write jokes from an experience different than my own but and that's not... The trick. Well, but that's the trick. Yeah, it's got to be I feel like complicated. The thing is, is, like, as men, we do feel like... Uh, I feel like we don't necessarily have as much respect for the difference of mm-hmm. women's experience as we do for race. Like, we're very mm-hmm. aware of race, and we're like, yeah, women are here too, right? Fuck women's <laughs> experience. Um, but Fuck like, them. The thing is, like, right... <laughs> We're right. connected to the moon. <laughs> no, that shit is creepy. That's right. creepy. It's, it's weird. Um, it's a weird thing. That also, I was at Bridgetown last year, and I was I went to the the because like everybody goes to a strip club together, right. and there was a woman who was doing her thing, and I was very stoned, and I had the creepy moment of if you jizz in that thing and leave it alone, a human being comes out, <laughs> which. <laughs> It's not something I have to think about on a regular basis. But yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. Terrifying. I can ruin you. It will ruin you as a human. But like, oh, okay. So the writing process on Chelsea lately was very different than it was on Come Out. And like, you just had to wake up every morning and at eight forty-five start slinging jokes. And one morning, I realized I was just like blurting out something about oh, my like. I was saying my vagina because right. when I write for that show, I had to be ready right. to make sure. a joke about my vagina. Right. right. And right. holy sh- a midget to vagina joke, probably a minute. Amazing. Um, can I? Because I want to address what Caitlin just said because that is that you don't have writing speed. That is I'm directly. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hard. No, but because uh, I I never go in. Remember, uh, like you always see like Monty Python, be like, well, we don't know how to write women. Funny's funny, man. Funny's funny. And, and like I don't accept any of this shit about. The different, well, you could never comprehend a woman or a black man. That's just stupid. It's a human being. That's it. Mm -hmm. If you have human empathy, you can fucking write for anybody. Yeah. A lot of people don't have empathy. Uh, Like, I I was working at G4, 
and um, which was a network about video games. It doesn't exist. I did anymore. a show. I did a show yeah. on that, that oh, network. Attack of the Show. No, yeah. I did. Um, oh. What was the door that I do on the? Um, Video victims. video game vixens. No, 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 it's another one. Holy fun. shit! How do you know all these shows? I worked there for three uh, years. Been, I used to write for the no, video game. No, international awards. sexy oh, ladies. Yes. yes, international sexy lady show. That's what I did. Um, that, that's so exciting. Yeah, uh, it's magical. <laughs> but uh, like they brought in two Harvard guys to write our E three coverage, and <laughs> okay. I already know where this is going. When right when you say that, <laughs> well, no, it was like, and and they wrote like. The, the guy was always doing something like a joke that isn't actually funny but is structurally a joke and then the woman going I can't believe it oh my god yeah oh of course like it was god. just on that and like our female host came over and like slapped the script down in front of me and was like don't let this happen and like yeah. that it's all on you as the gay guy to fucking humanize these two fucking robots <laughs> as her goddamn head writer Kurt oh sorry like, I didn't know. Oh, yeah there's gay but, head writers but also, but also uh, we give the best head ha 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 um, you didn't what let me finish this? my head joke <laughs> but also yeah as the gay guy yeah. as, as the person there most likely to understand that she was a human being right right I right. had to go in and throw some punches well that's it's like a lot of times yeah. I even said like with Rachel or Tony anybody I, I'll say a joke I have a joke and I was like, that's more Rachel than it is mm -hmm. me. Or this is, it's like, I don't think about how would a woman think about this? It's sure. like, no. Yeah, it's well, see, there's the Harvard thing. And, I, and this ties into the other shit, like all the other shit that bugs me about these university kind of sensitivities. That Harvard, that's a fucking, you're n not real world. You're a comic, dude. I've seen yeah. you. you. He's a good comic. <laughs> Rachel Feinstein. And, I was and when you have to tell jokes, I love offensive humor, right? But we were talking about this last time. When you got to look at these people in their face yeah. and right. tell a joke, you learn how to tell a joke so you can, re and you need like you kind of mm -hmm. know what you can get away with exactly. if you're paying attention. You know what I mean? You can see a person's emotion if you're in real in. time. It's not this theoretical shit but, that, that you learn at a university right. level. Right, but when you're when you're doing that, when you're looking those people in the in the eye, you're doing that in your body with whatever identity yeah. politics come with that. And I and I think that's it's important. I mean, you said before, like funny is funny, but I think as a comedian, you gotta be willing to fail. And I think it would be yeah. I could imagine it would be harder for me to take real risks from a a perspective that is different than my because own. It might be I don't, because I don't know. It might be easier I, I, I don't trust well, my own. It might own. be freeing to you. It might I'm free a, you up. I'm scared. It also, Listen, Tracy it also, Flick, stop running for office. <laughs> no, but, but it varies also on how much, how much, and how well you know the person that you're writing sure. for. Uh, my, my, our friend Louis Katz, uh, like knows Kamau better than I do, and is a lot more comfortable with like blackness and black culture. Right. And right. he fucks black girls. That's yes. why. And <laughs> so do you. He yes. would uh, like he would so do I. He would like do something or make a choice that would be something I probably would have not been comfortable doing. And right. like sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't, but most of the time it worked. Right. Well, I do. I would take that uh, risk. Yeah. You know, working on Amy's show. The whole reason. I mean, the, one of the main reasons she had me there because we had these writers and killer writers from SNL. What were what were the demographics, uh, woman to man, on in that writers' split? Oh no! Oh, oh, you're talking about in the? It was well. Look, if you're just counting by genitals, it was yep. probably even. <laughs> but uh, really, probably I was all the man quotient. <laughs> <laughs> but then, me and the gig, Jeremy Byler. And by the way, last season, um, Gabe, you know Gabe Bleedman. Yeah. yeah. I'm always like Gabe yeah, Bleedman Gabe. was my was like my buddy on the show. Gabe's and then, great. Gabe's great. And then Jer I'm, I usually I become buddies with the gay guy. Yeah. And I, and and like I don't know if it's kind of a generalization, but like. I, I usually get along great with gay guys in a comedy situation because it's it's like that the appreciation that gays have for Joan Rivers is the same that I have 
right. You know, right. Uh-huh. a chick calling her daughter a cunt. You right. know, that's great. <laughs> right. Yes. And and uh and so that sensibility. The, yeah. I, the other two dudes. It's like it's like the oh, the other guy is Neil Casey. I guess it was Neil Casey who's the only guy. Oh, and Kyle Dunnigan, who's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. But Kyle's like a sweet, sweet boy who He's wears sweet. a backpack on both shoulders. <laughs> you know, I'm there. But, uh, you know, my main role, I feel like, on Amy's show is to make it not turn into a chick show. Right. right. But there's also, when you've got, like, Jesse Klein and Amy Schumer and Tig Notaro there, like, if you say something that isn't applicable, they're going to slap it down. Or they're going to figure out the way of taking what you say and, like, right. ro- rolling it just that little bit. Well, Jesse, you know, it's funny. Like, she... uh because Jesse's a killer writer, man. Yeah, and um, and, great. and me and her, especially me and Jesse, me and Amy kind of are like like sync up really. We there's a bunch of sketches where Amy has the idea and she goes, "Kurt, write it up." Yeah, which is kind of a thing I just have with her, you know. Yeah, but we're kind of on the same wavelength of writing these sketches. Jesse's kind of like yin to my yang because she's such a sensitive shit, but she's funny, man. So right, right. We, me and her are a very good balance of, mm-hmm. of like masculine, feminine. There's like a slight. I felt. Like sexual tension that will never be realized. <laughs> she did too. But I really lo- like like Je- Jesse. It was very complimentary. I felt like me and her kind of. She's like, got that hold over comedians. Man. Whatever she it got is, that it's hold working, on. the show's fucking hilarious. She never. No, you know what it was? It was. It was. I, I never felt like that kind of shit with with Jesse. Like originally, it was like writing comedy back and forth. To you know, like I I really like people's talent, man. That's like highly like attractive to me. Is you this know? like the the, the 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 last part of a Woody Allen fucking? It was like an <laughs> aunt, yeah, and it was crazy. <laughs> we're on fucking. I don't remember anything. We're on the East End walking and talking. Well, Next there, thing was, you know. there was no finger banging, if that's what you mean. All right. <laughs> what Woody Allen movie ends up with him and the woman who he respects? No, it's him and the seventeen-year-old at the end. But it well, might, yeah, it might not be sleeper. him. He's it's one of his own. one of his characters actually end up with who he should end up with in the movie. But you know, stretch it out. Somebody end up with the right yeah. girl, but it ain't him. But we get you know, Amy. The viewership of that show is is an it's it's unusual because it's an even male female. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's because that kind of like balance. You know what I mean? That's it's a balance. Like, it yeah. confuses the crowd because the crowd can't you can't really get too angry at it. If you're trying to get angry with it, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also because dudes just watch Comedy Central. It is That's that, true. but yeah. they like, you know, I, they ask me because I post on Facebook. I don't post nothing about this show no more because they don't want me pissing off like feminist bloggers. Because it, <laughs> it drives me nuts, dude. Yeah, when I read the reviews. I have my problems with this fucking chick whose name I won't Voldemort as we I'll call her. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do the thing about. I think you're talking about a young woman with whom I'm very good friends. From a no, it's not, a, it's not Lindy West. Uh, oh, okay. I no, no, no problem. Okay. It wasn't her. No, it's, it's, another, it's a legit insane person. Yeah, and I, in her words, she was committed, but she got mad because I made fun of her and then tried to get me fired off. The, but they don't. They didn't give a shit. No I, one gave I a don't, shit. I don't say nothing. I can't back up. Right. So I had all my arguments. And instead of responding, I just sent them to Comedy Central. And they're like, this is fine. Look, this is my problem. <laughs> this is my problem with anyone who gets into a tizzy about being questioned about one of their jokes or something they say. It's just like, we'll be able to respond to it and think critically about questioning's fine. Yeah, yeah questioning's fine. fine. Absolutely and, fine. And also questioning's great. But also and I do understand there is the problem of just sort of like knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. by a network or somebody like that of like, oh, somebody's gotten upset. We have to do something. Yeah. And they, you know, Comedy Central, I gotta say, was pretty reasonable. I mean, because I, they get it all day. Look, it's a business, man, and I didn't dream I wasn't bringing Amy I didn't dream in a million years it would it would somehow get connected to Amy's show. Right. And yeah. I was like, look, if you gotta fire me, like don't fuck your your 
thing up because of me. Like, you know, well, that's an interesting thing because you start out as a comic and you're just sort of like this yelling voice, mm-hmm. and then you end up getting jobs and you don't think about the way that like you turn into. I don't realize people listen to what a goddamn you don't thing know I'm what saying. The, you don't know what they're hearing. Right? I think first of all, I'm not famous, and then all yes. of a sudden I'm like, oh, I guess people. Kind you gotta of assume they hear everything. It, you gotta but, assume they hear everything. But you don't. But you can't predict how they hear it. Like you Under cannot context, predict I give the filter. That. Yeah, you can't, get, yeah. you can't control that. But you can control how you put it out there. True. So always know that motherfuckers is listening. Yes. You got a voice. And I think. And I think we just need to be comfortable with the fact that everything's out there, and you should be able to defend what mm-hmm. you do. Right. And like, don't be scared of it. Right. Uh, I like that. I mean, I'm yes. into that. One time, I talked shit at a former child star who just wouldn't shut up about being a former child. Who star. was it? Oh, you can't tell. Me. It was Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. I talked shit at her. Who? Oh, she was. Um, she was in Matilda, which she won't shut up about. Oh, that chick. And oh. Uh, she was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. And oh, I, yeah. I just like made a mean tweet about her. And then she got very upset. What was of the course. tweet? Yeah, oh, it was it. just, it was essentially me just saying she won't shut up. Of it. Like, seriously, oh, calm you down. Caddy Duchess. Move along. <laughs> Look, I am. And. She like she responded by basically calling me. She called me a caddy queen, and I was like, "All right," <laughs> which fight, I think is a, a, fight, is a fair fight. criticism. It's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's why I Cat like about you. Like, and and the thing was was, but the thing is, is I felt like, oh, this person, this is a media person, and I am just bringing them down a notch and then I looked and I have twice as many Twitter followers as she uh, does. So and you're a bully. Aww. That's a bully. You're kicking like, down. Yeah. I don't like the way we talk about bullying. I do not like the way we talk about <laughs> so bullying. Explain that because I don't like it either but what's your beef? Okay, my uh. problem is is that people get to argue that is America. That is ideas confronting each other. Right. The problem in America isn't that 13-year-olds are being bullied about being gay. It's that if they go to the authorities around them, if they go to their parents or their school, their parents and school are allowed to say, yeah, you shouldn't be such a faggot. And yeah, I think it's the parents, man. I mean, yeah. my, my religion I was in, part of the reason I left that shit was the unfairness. Yeah. It was like, you know, I, gays were never, when I think about it, my enemy. And I, I, if I would have never had an emotion about anybody being gay, uh-huh. had I not had it taught to me that God needs to destroy you with fire, right? right? So, so at a certain point, when Jehovah's I just Jehovah's Witness, yeah, bro, they crazy. If know you're just what. around people, and I would just be around, I'm like, oh, these are not. There's the godness, yeah. but then there's also the 13 year old boy who's the faggot here. We must identify the faggot here, and not in a literal sense, but just in a. Well, I was also pecking that. order. I didn't play with in, yes. in a man in a man right. game mm-hmm. sense, right? Yeah. And like that's a thing, and that's also kind of a problem that we need to figure out, right? Um, so, oh, so I was watching a uh, clip of you on Kamau Bell show about uh, this one I was talking about uh, the Orson Scott card, uh-huh. which was funny. I thought about how hey, you're not going to go see uh, yeah. Ender's Game. My feeling is I wouldn't go see it because I thought that book fucking sucked. I don't understand why everybody thinks it's so great. I like Ender's Game. I, you think Ender's kids are that smart what, that the, his fi- how old was his brother and sister that took over the whole world? <laughs> <laughs> and then they need. Ch- I, I like it. I didn't find it so fascinatingly yeah. great, uh, and I'm into sci-fi, man. And there's like stories where I'm like, "This, is, you know, uh, here's a uh, What's, what kind of sci-fi do you like? Uh, uh, they, the the movie that, that Will Smith made that they've never made a good version of, like Omega Man. Oh yeah, what is uh, it? Um, um, I am Legends. Dude, dude, the original story of I Am Legends is so goddamn great, and the ending Did is he he's like they have alternate endings for Will Smith's movie, by the way. <laughs> it's still not as good. It's no one, as as the, they will never yeah, show the real ending because the real ending is. The, the the vampires well, um, they made a movie with Ethan Hawke that was filmed in Austin for, where everyone's a vampire and there's only a few people who uh-huh. are vampires and it was cool it actually seemed like a sequel to the original I Am Legend yeah. right. uh, story but the awesomest part is he gets grabbed because he, he's been killing all these vampires in their sleep They're, they weren't like 
virus mutations. They were vampires. Okay. It was a virus, but he was killing their sleep. And the ones that weren't undead, that were kind of smart, had formed a society. And it turned out he'd been killing reasonable creatures, <laughs> rational creatures, and he was their vampire now. And he realized he was their monster, takes a cyanide pill, and he's like, I am legend, and dies. And it's the oh, most balls-out wow. ending. It's uh, so cool. The original, okay, the version that ended up getting... Because it was their world. Vincent Price. Vincent yeah. Price has had that. Well, but the, the one that was written for what became the Will Smith movie is a really, really good script. Like, it is a really, really good yeah. script that ends with that kind of complexity. Because I, I feel like mm -hmm. that's the awesomeness that you can get from, from sci-fi is, yeah. like, having that moment of realizing, oh, context has shifted. Yeah. Uh, is like, Hollywood willing to make that movie? No. Definitely with a big budget and a big name. This is, it's this like is the stranger, why I read my you know, porn. Like the stranger that ending where he like love their hate when they're right. I yeah. love that kind yeah. of heart. Like or the end of John Carpenter's The Thing where they're like they don't know who's the thing. thing right. I guess we'll find out. That is such a. I love those kind of fucking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I read that script because I was working at G Four and we had like this group where everybody was writing who was writing scripts would like get together and they all there were like seven of us. Six of them there were six zombie scripts and one rom-com about a plucky girl in the city. <laughs> and you can guess who was writing that rom-com. And I like got to this weird point and like asked my best friend, like why is it they all, why, why are they all writing this and I am writing this? What's going on here? And it was so interesting. His response was because they, the scariest thing they can imagine is a zombie like crashing through the door. And the scariest thing you can imagine is, is never finding the human being that you can fall in love with. And just, like, I've, I've tried to write a joke forever about how every every rom-com that you want to say is boring is this ter like Sleepless in Seattle when Harry met Sally. These are terrifying stories. They are. Right. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. They keep, well, that's what keeps like me them. up at night. You know what I don't like about them is the... The precocious kid that, and Hollywood does this in so many fucking movies, where the parent turns to the child for the real wisdom. That's such liberal fucking yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. In uh, We Bought a Zoo, which I watched by mistake one time. <laughs> Matt Damon, he turns to his six-year-old and goes, how am I doing, kid? You're, I mean, that's child abuse. You go, you're, you're asking a <laughs> fucking six-year-old. You I tell agree. the six-year-old how they're doing. I agree. And I'm just like, but that's that fucking... Pussy, you know that, that new kind of uh, Spielbergy parenting they're into now. But, uh, yeah, we have yeah. child cuteness technology in Hollywood down too far. Like, like those children are the equivalents of like a fake hair, fake boobs lady. Of just, yeah, like, it's right. just oh, Dude. I'm adorable always. Yeah, right. I just saw it's a I, mental illness. It's but, an illness. But the, that, the that love technology, Ashley kid. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I can't even. It's it's my child porn. I, I don't want children I until I saw that movie. I was like, I want that. Did you see Love Actually? No. Yes. I with, saw uh, parts with, of it. I didn't know I that mean, kid, sit That kid it. is in Game of Thrones now, right? That's, that's the kid you talk about? I, I don't care what he's in. Like, I just, I, I'm a... I'm, you know, <laughs> Liam, Liam Neeson, I that, he I, I see why he just keep, has to keep making these fucking oh, gun kid. movies to make up. You know what we need right now, son? Kate and, and Leo. Like, it's the... I'm like, is your... And the father's not gay. Like... What the fuck, fuck is this the, shit? Yeah. But uh, but dude, the, the thing you're saying about the child cuteness technology makes me. Like, I was just watching that show, I think that's The worse Middle, than which I just, I've never seen before. The Middle. I think The Middle is kind of good. I, I like well, The Middle. Well, okay, so I'm watching, but the one kid who's like the young kid on it. You know, oh you yeah, see an actor, yeah. Brick. You know, you see, yeah, Brick. Brick. Yeah. When you see an actor, you're like, that's some kind of midget. That kid. That, yeah. Like, he has the I, bird bone thing. Right. What is well, it? Bird bone? Yeah. It's the like. <laughs> yeah. What became less funny? Like the burn the bones of a bird. Yes. What? Ain't that a print song? It's a real thing. 
Karen has that yes. disease. Hollow, <laughs> hollow bones. Like hollow a, bones? Yeah, it's Karen's give flight? But uh, I will, I'm because it was funny. I'm like, this is some midget that they found like a white Gary Coleman. But then yeah. I looked it up, and then once it wasn't, for some reason, once it wasn't dwarfism, and it was like a longer name condition, like, yes. oh, that's sad. <laughs> but because of his condition, he plays a kid three years younger than he is. And I'm right. like, what a bizarre, like, right. science, diabolical technology of getting like a kid to, no, to be a this is This is my big point about the Ryan Singer controversy is you see him in photos and you're like, that's clearly a 14-year-old. That looks like a 14-year-old. What you're not realizing is that 14-year-olds on television are played by 25-year-old gay oh, yeah. men from Los Angeles. Oh, no, oh, yes. oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. And, it's kind of equivalent to the Chinese taking women and breaking their feet and making them stay small. <laughs> yeah. Every, I, and it, it's kind of that kind of thing. I never understood that, how that worked until I, I listened to a binding. podcast about yeah. it just mm-hmm. recently. Brutal. No, I thought it was just like if you wrap them up, they don't grow. I didn't no. realize that no. it was break them and break them and tuck in them half. under. Oh, and then in half. That's and then so wrap gross. Them. It's the, I can't. And it, it, I mean, it, it, what's really it's weird commitment. about it <laughs> is it not creates this like, strange like Madonna horror complex like in the society because there are marriageable women and then there are unmarriageable women depending on like what class you're in because the women that don't have that done to them as children become deeply undesirable later right. in life. But they're the only women that can actually like fucking contribute to like the household in a yes. reason. Way it's it was it's so Hollywood's like that. Hollywood's yeah. kind of like if you want to keep you in a little small package, fucking little wrapped up. Well, it oh yeah okay. So I was uh, I've done one movie and only one movie, but like on that movie we like they loaded us into the van to go from our trailers to like the set, and then we got out of the set and one day like four days into my seven days of taping, there wasn't an assistant director there to take us and lead us to the place and we all just stood there like idiots (laughs) (laughs) well the The reason I wanted to bring up the Orson Scott card thing um, because his you know his viewpoint he's like anti-gay marriage right and he's like and that's because he's a Mormon, right? Yes. He's a religious thing. So I guess Mike. And by the way, I don't. I'm not like, hey, go see the movie, man. What's your problem? Right. I'm just like, I don't like give it because I have a lot of gay friends that will, you know, like Chick Fil A. Let's say, uh-huh. like, I don't give a shit what that guy takes his money that he gets and does. After, it's basically trans fats or a drug like any other to me. I've never asked my Coke dealer. I'm sure his views on things are not this? cool. I want my drug. I don't give a fuck what you. So I'm like, should I care like that about a thing that's unrelated? Now, if the movie Ender's Game had a tone of like, it had a message about it's wrong to be gay, then I'd be like, yeah. But if in his personal life he has a religious thing about it's wrong, should I give a shit about that? Well, here's I see different. why you would, but it, why should I give a shit? The, well, here's where's the difference. Because Chick Fil A sponsors high school games and uh, school shit around. They them. all do. But your drug dealer don't. <laughs> what you really? You didn't see the wire? I'm saying when they not, had with, that not community with, basketball. Not with uh, advertising and a big fucking. Yeah, but still, then the guy. They don't want to be associated with like, it. I understand. When what I'm saying, not at but, the office, I mean, it's the that's same. my time to con- to con- to put on my Hitler uniform. I agree. <laughs> I mean, like the but, KFC, Taco Bell, fucking like Pizza Hut chain is it donates millions of dollars to anti-choice groups. Uh, fucking the store Forever Twenty One has like so John. I it's because I don't want to be a mother. <laughs> Uh, like it, it, it's religiously themed store, which is sort of ironic to me. Like I think corporate America it links itself to these ideological big shots, and that's just part of the world. Here's the we problem. Live Here's in. what Kurt's uh, coming off to. It's like <laughs> you you allowed to be a racist. Racist is not against the law. Definitely not in your home. There you, go. you can be in your home and be a racist. So that's why I say Donald Sterling's not. I mean, losing unless the you're on the Clippers. Donald Sterling's not losing the same. Here's why. Everything you tell a racist is don't do this shit at work. 
do it at home. Keep that shit at home. Mm-hmm. He got taped at home b- being a racist. How you well, gonna take a Shirati, team away from him? You know him? what? Listen, I, I you, that's why you're supposed to be a racist. That's why you tell racists to be racist. Uh, Shirati, <laughs> I, I, it's weird that I, because I'm like now, I'm, I, I take the opposite. See, I, I'm disturbed. We were talking about that on the audition. Well, I'm disturbed by your private conversations coming out, but with something like basketball, in that capacity, man, you know, okay, the, the Google guy, the, or was it Google? Who's the guy? Oh, yeah. Eich, Eichmann. That he he contributed Prop Eight. For me, I don't see what one has to do with the other. What this thing is, it's NBA. Everybody's black. That 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 directly affects their business. I get it because it's such a black thing. So like, to me, it's like, yeah, he got he got nailed on the wrong thing, that dude. But he like he was a piece of shit. <laughs> he was a piece of shit on a million other things. So this is the thing that I, got, got like Al Capone with tax evasion. The players, the players me. are black. The audience is not. <laughs> the I audience will- is mostly white. I really want to address this Donald Sterling thing, like sort of from the profession, from the perspective of like that the mistress role. But oh. before we do that, a couple of minutes, we asked you a direct question about your feelings, okay. and we we completely didn't let you talk. Um, it got heated. You <laughs> marginalized. There are, there are a couple of levels to Ender's Game thing. First of all, was that was the last weeks of the show, and we just needed to get some stuff. On the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, second oh, of all, guys, great. Dude, I told you. Second of all. Like, um, I <laughs> you know how, many, how much people don't realize that? They're like, judging, like, look, motherfucker, I wanted to go home. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, it's weird for something where you're having to like get up and sort of like express uh, a belief in something that that relates to right, you, which yeah. was one of the interesting things about that show. But, um, like, the, the thing is, is that like Anders Game and Chick fil A, right. I, I mean, Orson Scott Card and Chick fil A are both situations where a person has like directly expressed publicly an opinion right. and that this is something that True. they support which is different from just sort of having like a, a complex thing going on because the Donald Sterling situation I'm not saying it's better I'm just saying that like that's a a private right. complex thing going on right. where if you just right. say oh right. I back right. Chick-fil-A blah, blah blah right I don't like and one of the things I tried to express there was that this isn't like with with Orson Scott Card, it was like, uh, this is money going to him. I maybe just don't want money going to him. And, defi- yeah, I understand. and definitely with Chick-fil-A. And the thing about Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A isn't about me sending a message to Chick-fil-A. It's about me sending a message to myself. Right. right. Because I was raised to think, oh, no, you should shut the fuck up. And like at a comedy show. By your family? Or what do you, what, what do you mean? Like okay, society? I'm saying my family. But uh, I'm also What's your background? Were you like, religious or something? The whole world. Like I grew up in a very small, like rural religious town. My where, mom, where? Uh, like an hour north of Sacramento. Okay. My, my mom is Jewish, but like a weird Arkansas Jew. And my dad is Southern huh. Baptist. Uh, Arkansas Jew? Oh, the natural enemy of Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm also saying like the whole world, like everything is ready to teach you, shut the fuck up and know your place. Right. And mm-hmm. I need to remind myself in little ways, oh, fuck no. Right, right. And yeah. one, of, and one yeah. of those ways, and I hate yeah. it when gay guys were like, oh, no, uh, like chicken sandwiches are nasty. Blah, we don't do that. It's like, no, that's not what it's about. Because chicken right. sandwiches, like fried chicken sandwiches are fucking delicious. Delicious. Right. <laughs> you ain't got to convince me. I'm just saying, in the same way that like Judaism tells you to like, Oh, you do all of this stuff to make yourself more holy. It's not that pork is bad. It's that Mm -hmm. you're making these choices to circumscribe your life. And one of the things I do is I am better than that. I don't deserve that. My dignity is not like worth a sandwich being good. Sure. Um, Yeah. Well, see, I I get I I understand understand that personal thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not and it's not your thing. Like 
I did have a thing right, like right when the Chick Fil A thing was going on. I went home to my parents' place, and they had a bunch of dipping sauces from Chick Fil A that my mom had kept because she's a hoarder. <laughs> and I, I keep the dipping sauces. I like tried to be like. I tried to have the conversation with her. Are you of, out with, like, I mean, out with them? They're the first people I told I was gay. Yeah, I was not going to fucking lie about who I am. Like, yeah. I, I didn't want to be like. Caitlin, take notes. I hey, hey, hey. Didn't want to be doing anything behind anyone's back. I always wanted everything to be on the table. Right. Um, and I always, Well, I wouldn't say you wouldn't do anything behind somebody's back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very fair point. From what I know about gay sex is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, there you go. <laughs> though, though, one time uh, there was a sitcom. It was a very funny mm -hmm. sitcom, but they had a gay character and no gay writers, and they made a joke implying that it was physically impossible for two guys to look each other in the eyes when they fucked. I know better than that. Anybody with the internet knows better than that. Anyone should know better than that. Yes. Oh, and it did, pissed the fuck out. Did you ever see that? Uh, that as a British guy, they would go That's check hilarious. out gangs around the world. I can't remember what it was called like Gang World or something. And uh, he goes. To South, it was some shit like that. But he goes to South Africa to their prison gangs, uh -huh. and the leader, <laughs> the leader of the numbers gang. Oh, what a terrifying human! He's just calmly explaining to him, like when a new guy comes in, because he sizes you up, gang member or fuck, you know, fuck doll. And he goes, I make them get on their back and look me in my eyes while I have them. Like, Jesus! Yeah. So there's wow. no going to your safe place. <laughs> You're coming right. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, uh, you're right, that's uh, more of a violation. Like if you ever had a girl do he that to like you? He sounds like me the first time I fuck a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, if I... If, <laughs> I'm deep in your eyes the first time. Next time I'm like this, don't look at me. <laughs> look away. Oh, this is brutal. the one time that there'll be human connection. Well, it's dude, a deep violation. People I, crave it months from now. I've always said, because especially... I keep it away from them. Dude, movies like... It's hilarious how how straight guys are, because you know the labels of gay and shit. We we talked about this Taylor Negron, like there's such yeah. imperfect kind of because mm -hmm. people are on a spectrum. I mean, it's just such an imperfect kind sure. of thing, and uh, like I've seen, I can't stand watching like a, a gay romance kind of thing. Like I've seen every prison rape movie, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. You ever see Pulp Fiction? Yeah, we're being raped. I've seen that scene. At least nine. I've only seen the movie two times. I've seen the yes. movie, not, the scene nine times. <laughs> but uh, and I, why I, do you dim the lights and light a candle when you watch it? That's the only problem. <laughs> but but like it's funny. I had no problem. Lots of guys I know have watched that Oz, where a dude had uh, put the spoon up the guy's butt. Like yeah. So uh, what and, about the American Me scene? Yeah, but why do you have a problem with watching? I'll tell you why. Because okay. if you, you watch a uh, like so like if I had a, so Ving Rhames. If the scene was he's on his back with like candles and the and the guy and the guy's looking in Ving Rhames eyes like Ving Rhames I care about you so much is it that's more I'd be frightening like, get this shit that'd off. be more that's more frightening because <laughs> it's not the sex and this is a thing that carries over in sex. like the Arab world it's the love it's the love and a straight a straight romance movie is too gay for me that's why the Arab world world they say it's no homosexuals because they have sex with men but they don't love they say they, they don't love it <laughs> yeah yeah they like do you know they what definitely gay? fuck men in ass you understand what gay is they don't know like, what gay is it is a gay woman Look. drive a car that is. <laughs> A gay, <laughs> we we barely love each other. We um we overstated that so we could get the whole tax benefits of marriage thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, the thing is, is like Sneaky. what you're saying is bothersome and annoying because we need to get better at it. But well, I it's from my gut. I, it's I, not I my right rational. No, but the mind. thing is, is what, what's also terrible is that I am I'm really bad at like holding hands with a guy mm -hmm. or like. Being in bed with a man overnight is almost insufferable to me. Because well, do you I'm think just that's so just you? Or I mean, I, I, I like that you. Like, I'm glad like you're volunteering too. to speak for all. Because uh, I always have Sharad speak no, for all I, black people. No, I think it's just like I think it's just me, and I managed mm -hmm. to internalize that, stuff. that a little too much. Um, when did you know you were gay, by the way? Like, but that's the thing is that like 
13, I was jacking off thinking about dudes, but right. I didn't tell anyone until I was 23. So that's 10 years of time right. with two wow. things going on in your head at Did the you same time. Did you have any sexual experiences wow. during that time? Oh, God, no. I was too busy learning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I do think we need to like get past... Like, the thing that makes prison rape okay in your head is that it does carry with it a notion that there is something humiliating or degrading about this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, a dominant structure no, it's not that, okay. that makes no, sense. Not, it's it not okay. A it's scary to me, but the, the, because this there's is a all about keeping Kristen in her place. This is all about saying you're Kristen, <laughs> right? Caitlin. 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 It's all about keeping Caitlin like in, her her kept her in her place. That Keep way. her in her place. <laughs> it's all about uh-huh. saying Oh, people who get jizzed on. Not so much people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's not, you know what? It's not that it's, uh, I could watch that easier. I don't like look at it like approvingly. Right. It's, it's easier for me to watch that than it is for me to watch a romance feelings kind of movie. Yeah. But I, easier like, for me. Like I yeah. feel, but I, don't think I have my own I don't feelings that... in real life. And if your experience isn't speaking directly to my exact room, because I have, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, go, go f- I don't want to hear your dumb fucking room. But there are really like life. intimacy issues of anything to do with sexuality. I mean, I, like what you're describing yeah. sounds like the, the kind of intimacy issues that like I've struggled with or that like I know that heterosexual men struggle with that, that feels, but you know. There, I mean, there is a gay character to them mm-hmm. and, and like a homo- internalized homophobic character to mm-hmm. them. And like some of my friends are like super cool with their boyfriend sending him flowers or something. Oh, that's so lovely. Where my reaction is a little bit like a dude should not send another dude flowers. Stop being such a bad. <laughs> yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, like uh, uh, as primitive as that shit is, I wow. really w- these newfangled kind of. That dudes, said, I will totally send myself flowers for like. <laughs> if oh, you make another dude it. jealous. Well, no, it's like Passover or something. I need a good centerpiece. Like. <laughs> oh, well. Awesome. Uh, uh, I, you know the, the thing because now you have this thing where it's like masculinity is being redefined by these fucking like these, I, I can't you know I'm gonna go do a show tonight at the knitting factory uh-huh. and I, I when I you know Bridget Everett yes right, I am so, a huge fan of Bridget yeah, Everett Bridget's and everything great. she does so Bridget brought me on a show to come do a thing and I do like Hannibal's thing out there uh-huh. and I mostly play that room for revenge uh-huh. because I I bought there once I despise. I mean, yeah, when I tell I you these millennial kids in their fucking little outfits and Stop shit, hating. I dis—I mean, I despise them to a level <laughs> that I can't even. Okay. And, and what I despise what is uh-huh. is this new kind of like it's like that. Well, we've got to break down every tenet of masculinity. Yes, and and uh, it's I, offensive. Masculinity is offensive and, to these millennials. And uh, yeah, and I, I'm like, I'm looking at a guy. You know the we don't say campaign where it's these people in a post are like, I don't say man up, and I'm looking at a dude. And, and all I want to do is take the other lettering away from it and just have it say man up over him. <laughs> okay, I want to make two points. First point is, I do think we, so much of feminism has been about giving women access to stuff that men do. And, I like that. And being, I'm for that. And, no, I think we've, like, <laughs> it is like short ribs that are a shitty part of the animal that were part of Jewish cuisine and, and black cuisine and all of that. And we were like, oh, that's for poor people. And then we realized that they were good and then they got expensive. Right. The thing is, is like, I do think there are parts of your lady slave culture that are awesome that we shouldn't just be tossing aside. I agree. Fashion is fun and awesome. Like they're, they're th- I think everybody that. should do, listen, I think everybody should go what they're predisposed to. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? And right. so, so it's like, it's not like there's a standard for everybody. So I don't want like, Go ahead, like if you're a dude that loves that, by all means, do that. I don't want the judgment that I now have to become you. The same right. thing they would do to gays. 
you got to become a fucking you need to act a different way that's that's destroyed right people. and i and i feel yeah. like so much of that in application to, to gay people is like oh well your homosexuality means needs to mean just what you do with your dick not who of you course. are right. and, and of, yeah. what you talk about the other point i wanted to make is about the brooklyn people and their adorable little outfits <laughs> is um i hate affect by I, the way okay look Affect, that's kind of being a man and saying what I do is normal and anything else you do is pretend. I'm not... If you're not pretending... Listen, if you're not pretending... See, there's, there's a, like I just joke about this guy who had the sea captain hat on yes. at the show I was doing. And like I don't think I'm better than him because I don't have a sea captain hat. I just made... It's like right in front of me. I make He goes like this. He goes, really? Like, With like a sea I, captain hat on. Well, like in your head, you think you're going to sit there, not a captain, and, and, and as a comedian, I'm going to look at you directly, uh, a guy that flew in on a hot air balloon here, and not... And, and, and it's not that I think I'm better than you, but expect... I'm not a dippy girl enchanted by your Whimsy, right? Yes. So just <laughs> wink at me. No. I understand you got to dress up to get a girl that dresses like the world's youngest grandma. Yeah, I understand. You know? Okay. So, a, if you fucking wear an outfit, you have to answer for it. Anyone who's like, oh no, this is what I put on. Fuck you. If you're right, wearing a right. sea captain hat, we get to talk about that. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But b, yeah. sec my second I mean, point is, Kurt's over here in mom jeans. Um, so like, gentlemen. Okay. Like, is there's just this jeans? weird relationship. <laughs> when I started seeing these guys show up in like fucking duck camo and work boots right and all of these things and i was just so weirded out by this world that i had fought so hard to get away from right yeah. now all of these lawyers children are playing pretend that they're my dad that's, that's, and right. i like right. my point is right. my point is is that like i can't dress like that because if i dress like that somebody's gonna expect me to pick up a shovel right. like uh -huh. i've <laughs> I've yeah, had to work construction enough that I know that that's a horrible way of right. life, uh -huh. and my frivolous, ridiculous existence is something I should embrace. So, like, that, yeah, that sort and of thing. Hard for the privilege to live that life. Yes, like, absolutely. Um, and like, I am proud of the fact mm -hmm. that it is earned. That said, I mean, if someone wants to talk shit about a gay guy dressing slutty or adorable, like. He's doing that for my benefit. Thank him very much. No, well, that, the that's the point of my joke. Is the sea captain that guy? He wasn't doing it for honest gay reasons. Respectable. <laughs> no, like, oh, you're no, gay. No. Like that. I got. Well, no, but straight guys. Yeah. Straight guys always have to play the swindle of trying to pretend that they're not trying because. Like masculinity is default, so it's no. It's just this the way I am. This yeah, is just yeah, always yeah. the way you I dress. You gotta be totally confident in it. So I, that, but man. if it is how you dress, I like it. You know what I mean? Like I like the genuine article. So it's like you know My, whoever the first. Well, Gavin was the first hipster. I mean, like whether I put these Gavin, pants on, yeah, yeah. whoever the original of a thing is, usually I like oh, them very much. Uh, do you, it's, yeah. Do you know? Okay. First point I wanted to make is, like, my point about the kinship of black men and gay men is always just coming to the point of realizing no one's ever going to take me seriously. Fuck it. I'm wearing a gold suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More power to you. It's the, it's the best. It's a conversation piece. Uh, but, like, I was, I was riding on a show with this girl, and uh, do you know Leslie Arfin? I see. I love that. I don't know her, but I really like that thing she that crack she made about Precious. Yes, and she got a lot of shit for it. And like, I'm not a fan. What did she say? She goes because when they go, girls wasn't reflecting like they didn't have enough black. She goes, yeah. How come Precious wasn't reflecting enough of my experience? Oh, uh, that's funny. And, yeah. Uh, how dare she? Like who got angry at that? Every twat on the fucking internet with oh, that's every, not real people. every half a bird bitch with a fucking blog. You're right. Uh, this is how that's not real You're right. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I uh, 
Um, <laughs> really Kurt intimidated you with barking. Yeah. Um, I wrote on a show with Leslie, and I was like, "Oh God, it's one of those girls. It's one of those girls. She's not going Is to it? like me." No, oh. she's the real thing. Yeah. Like she had an actual answer for like I we like mm-hmm. went to this retreat and we were at a pool and she has a shitload of tattoos and I finally made my sort of like how do you not get to a point where you hate your tattoos and she was like oh hating your tattoos is the best part like you just have to live with this terrible person you were when you were 18 for the rest <laughs> right. of your life and I was like oh shit you're the real deal <laughs> yeah. you're who the rest of these like girls girl. are copying yeah. right that's I like true. Um, we need to get can, her we get, on can, too. We get, can we get back to the Donald thing, or is it, was it past that? Is it? Go no, ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about like because I feel I feel like what happened. One of the dynamics that no one is talking about is how that, sexy it was. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was super hot. Like I can't read to read that erotic story. I will jerk off to that. Uh, but well, like um, one of the the problems is that Donald Sterling had a relationship with this woman, and he what what everyone discovered at the same time is he was trying to enforce an unenforceable contract. Like, I feel right. like they had a That's contractual That's every relationship, relationship I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> That's yeah, from the prom but to with now. The, with the power dynamic and the money dynamic there, like, she, the, the, the violation of that, like, it's a weird kind of fake trust. Like, he was trying oh, to yeah. buy yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of intimate yeah, yeah. trust from her. Right. And then the whole world discovered at the same time that you can't do that. Like, she didn't feel any. Yeah, that's sense why I go fuck loyalty. him. Fuck his. Uh, no. You want to have a trophy. I always despise yeah. that shit where she you. She definitely wanna... didn't feel loyalty after his wife tried to sue her for. Well, old, yeah. You know, so well, like Mel I'm... Gibson, for example. He didn't protect her from who's, that. Who's tape he was... couldn't. His tape was my summer jam of him yelling at that <laughs> repulsive Russian bitch. Who, uh, Mel? Mel, but oh, to, yeah. for him, he brought that on himself because yeah. you listen on the tape, he goes, I love my wife because we didn't have a spiritual connection. I'm like, oh, okay, so you thought you had a spiritual connection with this dumb With whore? this dumb... Yeah, I'm like, dude, fuck uh, you. You dumped your fucking loyal... You probably could have said all the anti-Jew shit in the world to your wife and she wouldn't have done this She's to you. She's just, hey, Mel. But you, that's Mel being Mel. What yeah. am I gonna do? We got right. 11 kids together. And then yeah. you go for a... I mean, you should have known better because she's Russian. You can't trust those fucking... A, a, a Russian that travels in those circles. That's what the Ukraine found out uh, just recently. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think there are people who can build like a relationship of mutual trust off of like financial consideration. Sure. Like, no, that's, off of, yeah. Like, and it's been co- successful for years. I mean, yes, like, I mean, people do that. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Um, you can. You can. You, but when the shit the fact that all of the other NBA owners are not outed for oh. their overt racism is indication enough that they have successfully I, figured I, out those relationships. I am oh. just preoccupied by and fascinated by, like the the trophy possession relationship, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of relationship. Just because so many people do it, I know a couple of guys. Oh, a lot of people do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I know guys who there. ended up getting matched up through so like Brian Singer's Twink Mules, who yeah. like bring the children, not like children, but like eighteen, right, you right, know, right. bring the children to him. Have also done like matchmaker service yeah. for like twenty four year olds I know who wanted yeah. to marry like millionaires. Yeah, right. and it's like. <laughs> Oh, like there's a there's a yeah. there's a script there, and yes. then she and what she did was a violation of that script, right? And that, yeah, that, but the wife too, because he should have pulled the wife. He should have pulled the wife off of her. But <laughs> there's a lot of things that shouldn't happen it, in these kind of relationships mm-hmm. that happen. It's very interesting because that script doesn't benefit her. Like at the the mm-hmm. end of that script is up her, to a certain point is her getting fucked over at yes. some point in time because he's the one in real control and she doesn't have real yeah, viable I mean, this rights. Is, this is bougie values. Well, that's right? when like, you sign up. He for that. wrote you're, the script. Listen, what's yeah. wrong? You but look, you look at that wrinkled sack of shit and you're like, yeah. well, I think I could be soulless enough of a whore to make this fucking 
despicable arrangement. Like Let's I, not I really throw don't respect the world that. horror around pejoratively. She was a very she, I, well for paid. Her, I, I mean, like that that it's relationship still, makes immediate it's sense. Not worth it. also, it's not worth it to I, be a so, it's not worth it to be soulless. No, it's not I, worth it. But not I, worth I, it. I hate us behaving. I hate us telling little girls that their uh virginity is the of like, course. most valuable mm-hmm. thing that they have. I'm not talking about that. I reject that. Nothing wrong with a free whore, dude. I'm talking about that fucking I'm gonna be this chick that I fuck old rich men to get my like like do something with yourself and that's the shit hot chicks do certain kinds of hot chicks do that shit where they're like well I I mean I am an artist this chick thinks she's an artist and shit like you're just a hot chick and you think you should get shit and your life is a series of princess moves and I don't really respect that um okay I I mean fucking that guy looks like work to me I mean (laughs) like also uh, you can understand why he wants to keep her away from black men well, no, that's, that's the, the least weird thing about the that's conversation the is that he's part. fine with it. They, they clearly have an open relationship. He, he doesn't care who else she fucks. Just yeah. make it make that, me which, not look like a, a which, cuckold. Which struck me as really sophisticated, a surprising level mm-hmm. of sophisticated that they have an open relationship and made me like think twice about who, who Donald Sterling is. No, his evil um, was not that. His evil was, mm-hmm. I clothe them, I feed them. No, you yeah. don't, motherfucker, uh, you plutocrat. They do that for you. Okay. Yes, you're right. Um, That's a common misconception. While there are totally like uh, gay kept boy situations, mm-hmm. I do think that there is an interesting difference in the way that we perceive like... Uh, people and their person like personhood let me tell you a story one time <laughs> i was at the like 18 and overnights where these children come to be found um and my friend had brought this like he'd like flown in my friend was like 24 and he had flown in like a 19 year old from canada and then elton john's uh husband shows up and is like buying us um he, he's like getting a table and a bottle and everything mm-hmm. and like the little boy from canada pretty little blonde boy right looks at uh, this David, whatever his name is, David Furnished, sure. uh-huh. and says, what does Elton John's husband do? And I said, well, he's Elton John's husband. And yeah. he said, yes, but what does he do? And I just love that there was some level of, no, but he's got to have a productive thing. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's a man. He can't just be valid by virtue of being somebody's spouse. Like, he needs to be bringing something mm-hmm. to the table. Right, he got to validate himself. Yeah, and I feel like... That was one of the things that upset me about like sort of the marriage market in Charleston was I uh, some of the some of the men that I was hanging out with very much took it as a like comment on their masculinity if their wife worked outside the home. It's like she couldn't have an identity outside of that relationship if he made enough money that he got to purchase her identity. Well, it was really weird. Well, there's me. also a really interesting <laughs> thing of you you'll see two comedians dating. Mm-hmm. Boy has good career, girl has all right career. Yeah. And then once they both have good career, they're not in a relationship anymore. Yeah. What Enough there? about Sarah Silver. You know, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow. Oh shit. Ouch. I don't have any problem. You know, it's like I I don't have a problem with like two people eyes open going into a thing. And a lot of times with those trophy things, you know, like I, my friend, my girl lets me fuck people. You know, yes. And she has a friend that like I don't want to say her name, but but she has a, she had an old dude she was seeing. Right. This is one of these girls. She had an old dude she was seeing, and he started. He's like, I feel like you're not really making love to me. And she's like, What the fuck do you think? And I'm like, That guy's a punk. Like, you mm-hmm. know what the fucking arrangement is? You don't got no business putting that on her. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right. And 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 like, it, that, that's a dispa- so. And it's a psychological men, game. Men are so predisposed to turn into bitches mm-hmm. with that shit. Like where they go like man up and stuff. You know this manhood thing. It's mostly men not living up to it. Mm-hmm. When you say it, like like the the fucking you know. 
I mean, look, dude, I'm a cuddler. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but like, there's a thing where you're like, man, uh, and, and the dudes will be more. That's why I don't like the fucking, uh, you know, I, I don't want I, I'm with you and like, don't throw away all the girl stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the idea that women do this and men do that with that, that's ridiculous. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And, and you, you know, they always say human. I hate hardwired, the corny term. We're hardwired. Like, <laughs> right. But. But humans are are disposed to be both monogamous and fuck around at right. the same time because right. it's hedging your bets. Well, there's also yeah. something interesting about being gay just for like, oh, women are hardwired to pay attention to relationships. There's something interesting about being in a game where nobody is expected to yes. be attentive in that way. So yeah. everybody kind of has to be watching and paying well, attention. Well, you know, man, that's right. why yeah. when my dad would uh, would tell me te- tell me about why gays were wrong uh-huh. you know, or just everybody would, that, that t- especially Christians. And this is the thing. This is why I don't believe in like jumping. When people from a Christian standpoint come out against gay shit, I don't believe in jumping on them because it doesn't change them. We, we, we had an episode. We had this racist call in who was like harassing me. I didn't know uh-huh. where he was coming from. Sherrod, when I first told him, didn't want the guy on the show because mm-hmm. he didn't. He wanted to be able to hit him. <laughs> I want him to be here. Yeah. Okay. In, talking in the room. Let's be we, in the room. We, go, yeah. we get into it with him. By the end of it, they're hugging it out. I changed him. I flipped the, guy, the dude. Yeah, on the phone. And I'm not saying the guy now has turned around. He was just hurt. But he and has a seed of. It was really the guy. I mean, it's almost like he needed a black guy to hug him. He needed a hug. And, and it was like these people now, they don't engage to mm-hmm. try to. Like when the Duck Dynasty guy was running his mouth about that thing. That's it. Like that's a guy I would when somebody because I, I was a minister, so I love yeah. talking about that shit. Can engage them instead of just saying? Because I know in my experience, you couldn't have used any evidence or anything to turn me out of my fucking beliefs. Right. right. That's right. why yeah. these science versus creationists fuck up. Evidence ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. What took me out of it was me just noticing that the shit doesn't hold up. Yep. When, when Prop Eight was going on in California, the people I went mm-hmm. to high school with who were posting things about how we needed to ban gay marriage, I like tried to like, I sent just like two of them. A long message that was trying to take as much the structure of a Christian testimonial of just sort of like this is my experience right. and I would like you to try to understand this. Right. Can I? It didn't work. It didn't work. No, because <laughs> they have. A, I was there, yeah. man, I, and I know how these people think. It's you have a series of things that are your anchor to the universe, and they have to be true. Right. Yeah. And if one of these Jenga pieces gets pulled out, the, the whole, whole thing, thing falls. Down. Right. So me, for me, noticing the gay thing, that was my little piece Jenga. at the base that I go. Well, what's the rest of this bullshit then? Because yeah. this doesn't happen. <laughs> and they're terrified. It's a bad place to lose your anchor. But yeah. there's also like the, the Suey Park just sort of yell and be angry without trying to sort of like communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. I, well, that's now what I, what I despise and I keep bringing up is I escaped a doomsday cult. Okay. Yeah. Because I was sick of this mind control shit, mm-hmm. and I go out and they said, "Don't be worldly." And I go out in the world, and here we are, back with the arguments from authority. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then the authority is a twenty-three-year-old fucking, yeah. a twenty-three-year-old <laughs> bitch. You, it's not you're a woman. You're twenty-three. You got no business telling a man that lived it's, a life how to fucking live his life. It's infuriating. Like, like the, um, it, it's it's like it's a fucking industry. You know, like that's what got me out of the politics game was this mind control stuff of like we are not out there trying to change hearts and minds. We're trying to get people that are already on our team right. to donate money or to vote or to whatever. And it's a it's a way, uh, it, it's a it's a method of discourse that doesn't make any fucking sense to me well, is that we remove the human element from it. It's a team mentality. There's also this way that like you get the like, it's just so interesting that like, we all understand they wouldn't have been cool with uh, Martin Luther King if Malcolm X hadn't scared them. I, so, I say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, same fucking thing. And yeah. so everybody gets taught that in college or high school or whatever and is like, I want to be awesome and badass like Martin, uh, like Malcolm X and be the one that scares yeah. them. And I'm not going to be a pussy. But like, 
the pussies get shit done. I believe. I look. I Can believe I? in the balance, and yeah. so these people yeah. need to exist. What I want is for them not destroy. Because I like the balance of a, of an ext- extreme lefty. But I don't want them killing off the other side. Because exactly. I've, I've also never been the gay comic who's getting on stage and trying to make you feel like there are some people. Jamie Kilsey? Who? <laughs> 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 um, I, I'm not. Don't call someone gay as an insult, all right? If you want to criticize them, <laughs> criticize them on actual terms. I'm saying that because he's vegan. Okay. <laughs> Please, we love meat in our mouths. I mean, the gay rights movement is a textbook on how to go from a fringe movement to the mainstream in less than a goddamn generation. Look, I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. We've had a lot, okay, A, we've had a lot of fucking problems with what we did, and mm-hmm. B, I don't think it's the gay people who did it right. I think America's just gotten better. I think black, black people, people did took, it all. Ba- I also black people took 40 years. Women did it in 340. Like 50 no. Uh, Are you kidding? The women's rights movement started in the 1880s. We took three four. We, oh, didn't, we didn't get the right to vote. All right. By uh, the way, you know Karen's grandma? She just she just met her uncle. Her her fucking grandma was an original old school suffragette. Yeah. Who was like the thrown su- in jail like and the shit? Seren- the Sierra her Falls great, Convention. Yeah, her, her Susan great, B. Yeah. Anthony. And Elizabeth yeah. Cady Stanton. She's like the there real deal. I'm only looking at this as a lawyer, and I'm looking at mm-hmm. like the period of time between Plessy v. Ferguson and yes. uh, Brown versus Board of Education. Okay. And then what Ruth Bader Ginsburg did in essentially seven years of taking you guys from they're not people to almost people like <laughs> yeah but i mean if you i mean if you look at it from a longer view i mean the gay rights movement yeah. started in like 1962 yeah, yeah. like when was stonewall okay. so one was 69 but you had those weird german folks like you had yeah. those you know uh you had the Fair. but like it wasn't really a thing until until 69 i have a i had a i had an issue like as hold an, on okay, Caitlin, sorry, finish, gotta... no no finish up your last thought because okay. we've ju- uh, fucking great guest guy great yeah like as a gay rights advocate and i'm like my mom a huge fag hag and I grew up with drag queens and I'm like a, a fan of making in whatever South Carolina in, nor- in, in military North family we move around okay. a lot she's from Jersey but like what bothered me about the the focus on marriage is that I feel like such strong advocates in the gay rights community it's like they got their prize and went home and I'm a little bit concerned about like the heteronormative mentality of advocating for traditional marriage instead of like embracing a larger piece of the pie and and more into like fun like in terms of like fundraising dollars like talking about that kind of pie no and like I, I do like that we've shifted talk to younger homosexuals mm-hmm. because that's kind of a problem of we don't get to touch them until yeah. they like and I don't mean a sexual kind of touch. Like, <laughs> I'm Brian Singer, come uh, on. Twinkie. No, that's why I fucking, because nobody else, yeah. like, I realized today Brian Singer is the Magneto of the homosexuals. Like, these little boys have no one who will protect them, and people will think that they are monsters. And so they flock to him. Bend the coin, Eric. <laughs> Good job. But, like, I, I do think it's it's very, very structural yeah um and i have a problem with it but i also think it's awesome just in that um we will destroy marriage because we will force people to ask what is marriage when two equal parties are in it yes and not one dependent property relationship and it's not a property (laughs) relationship and i think that that will i hope benefit ladies in the long run well thank you that's a a great answer i really am listen because i would say i'm a feminist i'm not a third wave rad fam or some shit but i like uh I always thought that the whole thing of feminism, which I liked, is that women get to not that this let that gilded cage shit they have yeah. to fucking do. Yeah. I like women get to be fun, get to be if they want fun like a man. Yeah. Not I have to be lowered to what 
a our fucking value. woman was. Right. Yeah, and, our value and then is people not go, dependent. oh, is woman worse? Yeah, no one's um, fighting for the right to be treated like a woman. Every case, <laughs> every, uh, every case that Ruth Bader Ginsburg brought to the Supreme Court during the seventies was about women being condescended to. Right. Was about women mm-hmm. being like, oh, or like actually men not being treated as well as women in like tax stuff because yep. widows need this or that. Yeah. And just basically saying, when you try to be nice to me, you're treating me like I'm not Child. strong or good enough to be able to be an equal to a man. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. All right. This is a fucking guy. Guy, you were great. Lot, guy, thanks, thank guys. you for coming, man. That's race wars, guys. Take care.